Welcome to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your angel medium, Julie Jancis, and today we're sharing your angel stories. Why do our angels and loved ones above show us signs? Yes, they want us to know they're okay and at peace, but deeper than that, they want us to connect with them so that they can help us more from the other side. Friends, it all begins with your intuition, vibration, and experiencing oneness. Your intuition is your soul's voice. It's also how your loved ones talk to you from heaven. In this podcast, we teach you how to turn up the volume on your intuition so that you can hear their loving messages more clearly. We also teach you how to raise your vibration and feel your oneness with all that is. Friends, you are here to love, give love, receive love, be love, radiate love. And because your soul is love, all you really ever have to do is just be. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host, Julie Jancis, and today we are here with Myra. Myra was over on Instagram. We were talking over there. She let me know this crazy, beautiful angel story about the Beatles that I had never heard before. Myra, welcome to the show. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yay. So I'm going to have you take it away and just kind of tell the story because I had never heard this. Yeah. So you posted something that said your loved ones in heaven are telling you to stop overthinking and you know, ask the universe for help and that there will be an answer, you know, something to that degree. And I thought, well, this reminds me of the song, Let It Be. So I kind of like celebrities. So I watch like carpool karaoke and things like that. Uh, James Gordon had Paul McCartney on it and you know they were list, they were they were singing to Beatles songs and Paul McCartney songs in Liverpool England so as you can imagine the James Gordon is driving on the other side of what Americans drive they were about to sing the song let it be and Paul McCartney starts telling James Gordon about the inspiration behind that song and he said my mother came to me in a dream while he was having a tough time. He said, my mother came to me in a dream and she just told me to just be okay, let it be, whatever. And he said he had just this great feeling come over him. And he thought, wow. And when he woke up, he said, well, what did my mom say? Was it be okay or let it be? And he said, you know what? I'm gonna write a song about letting it be. And what I found interesting was that he said, he didn't say I had a dream where my mother happened to be there. He said, my mom came to me in a dream. Yeah. And when they sing the song, you know, it's a beautiful song. And it has the lyrics, when I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary speaks to me, speaking words of wisdom, let it be. And then there's another part where he says, there will be an answer, let it be. So that's why that reminded me of your post. And I'm like, whoa, I'm getting messages from the universe. I need to be okay with letting it be. And then after they sing the song, James Gordon gets very emotional over it. And he starts crying and he says his, his grandfather and father told him, listen to the best song you will ever hear, which was Let It Be. And he's telling Paul McCartney that, you know, Sir Paul McCartney this. And Paul McCartney's like, wow, really, it's, it's interesting what music can do to you. 
And he said, James Gordon said, my grandfather, if he were here, he would get a kick out of this. And there was a long pause. And Paul McCartney said, he is. So Paul McCartney, you know, he's a little spiritual there. So I was just blown away. And then I saw your post and I'm like, okay, this is a sign. I need to let things go. Easier said than done, right? Yes, so much easier said than done. But 100%. I had no idea about his spirit visitation dream being the inspiration for that song. That is just incredible. And this is how spirit works, where those two in the car together, and James is bringing through about his grandparents, like that's an angel story on top of an angel story right there. I think so. Because when Paul McCartney told him, he is, you know, his grandfather is there with him. You should see James, James Gordon's face. You can tell he can feel his grandfather's presence. I just thought yeah. that was wonderful to see that. You know, even recording these sessions and even in these sessions, the work that I do every day, I don't always get the chills, but I got the whole like tingly body. Yeah. yeah. It's an awesome story. Yeah. Paul McCartney, yeah. awesome guy. He's, he's um, successful. He's as successful as he is for a reason. You know, I think he's really spiritual. Yeah. Myra, thank you so much for bringing that to my attention on Instagram. You also have angel stories that you have to share. I'm going to have you take it away and share those. Yeah. So my angel story comes from my dad. Um, I just lost my dad this year. So this was a rough year for everybody. But yeah, in particular, my family. Yeah, we lost my dad this year to um, a heart surgery complication. But before he passed away, my dad lived in New York City for, for decades. And in New York City, you don't really have a Walmart out there, but my dad is a penny pincher. So towards the end of his life, he moved to Florida to be with my sister. And he just wanted to go to Walmart all the time. I remember going food shopping with him for Thanksgiving. And... He wanted to take me to Walmart. He said, we got to go to Walmart. I said, okay, we'll go to Walmart. Um, I couldn't find some ingredients. And I said, well, why don't we head over to, you know, some other supermarket? And he was like, no, 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 no. We're staying at Walmart. It's cheaper. It's too expensive. But he was kind of a penny pincher, you know? I said, okay. And we found what we needed. So, you know, Walmart came through. Anyways, he had had a couple of heart attacks. And then he had to go into quadruple bypass surgery. He made it out of the surgery and was in ICU. Uh, I, I'm in Alabama and he's in Florida at the time with my sisters. And they tell us, well, they tell my sister, my oldest sister, that his kidneys are failing. So his health is declining. So my sister frantically calls me on FaceTime and says, get over here now, because I wasn't going to go until after he was done with the surgery. I said, okay, okay, I'm leaving tomorrow. So I flew out to Florida in haste, went to go see my dad. And I went into the ICU room while they were doing a neurological exam. So after you come out of surgery, they check to see if you can respond. And so I was asking him things like, you know, wiggle your toes. And he would wiggle his toes and, and squeeze my hand. And he squeezed my hand. And, and then my sisters had told me to ask him to take me to Walmart. I said, sure, I asked. So I said, we call him Bobby because we're Puerto Rican. That's what we do. I said, um, I said, Bobby, you're going to take me to Walmart? And he nodded his head. Yes. 
And I was like, good, he's going to make it through because he's responding. And, you know, we had a lot of hope that he would come through. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, it was a, a very tumultuous week of him being in the ICU. And we didn't know if he was going to make it or not. It was just very exhausting and, and just sad. And But I have three wonderful sisters who are very um, loving and supportive. Thank goodness for that. Anyways, he passed away maybe about a week after that. And I remember thinking to myself, I don't know if this sounds selfish, but a part of me was like, well, he was supposed to take me to Walmart. Like he's not even going to take me to Walmart. <laughs> so um, after he passed, I stayed in Florida for a little bit. And then I finally flew back home to Alabama because uh, you know I have my family here. And one of my other sisters called me and she said, um, did you leave car keys in my car? I said, oh, I must have left car keys in her car because I, I left in haste. I left Alabama in haste and I had my husband's car keys in my purse. And I just grabbed my purse and went to Florida. Anyways, apparently I left it in her car. So she's calling me from Florida and I'm in Alabama. And she says, you know what? I will overnight, overnight it to you. Check your mailbox at around noon. I said, okay, fine. So then the next, at noon the next day, the next day, I totally forgot about it. It's like 1230. And she calls me and she says, Myra, did you get the package? You know, the keys that I sent you. I said, oh, I totally forgot. Hang on. I opened my front door and there was like, I don't know, 10 bags of groceries, Walmart bags, and, and like a couple of cases of Diet Coke. And I said, Jenny, my sister, Jenny, I said, someone left groceries, Walmart groceries um, at my front door. She said, that's Bobby. I was like, he promised he'd take me to Walmart. She said, yes. So after that, my husband was like, listen, I'm going to call Walmart because those groceries are not ours and we can't just take anyone else's groceries. I said, okay. Calls Walmart and he says, someone dropped off groceries here. And they said, yeah, we we know about that because the woman who ordered those groceries called and said that the Walmart guy, I guess he was in a truck or whatever. She said she saw the Walmart guy pass by her house and he didn't stop at her house. And so she called to cancel the order. And so my husband said, "Okay, well, it's here if you guys want to take it, you know, because we don't we don't want to keep something we didn't pay for. You know, we just the right thing to do. And the guy at Walmart said you know what, we can't take refrigerated stuff, frozen things. So you guys can keep that. And my husband said, okay, we'll keep that. But the rest of the stuff, you guys can take it. And the guy at Walmart said, okay, well, I'll try to send someone there. But if, if no one gets there, just, just, just keep it. (laughs) And, And no one ever came to pick it up. And, and I was just like, this is my dad. This is my dad in there. I think he, I, I don't know. I think he sent it. 100%. I was, oh my yeah, God. I said, my father knows the Walmart policy. You know, that you can't return refrigerated food and everything. But anyways, <laughs> that's what I think it is. I have never heard of deli- like the groceries, the entire order being delivered. I have never heard of that. No. Have you ever opened your door and seen a bunch of groceries in front of your door? That's crazy. Never, 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 never. Well, I got to ask you this too, Myra. Um, do you have the son? Do I have a son? 
Yeah. I do have a son. Yeah. How old is he? He's 10. Okay. And then do you have the daughter as well? I do. Okay. So is it just the two of them? Because he keeps showing me the, the son and the daughter. And he said... I need her to know that he, I feel like you've talked to him too. And you have said, would you just take care of the kids? Like, that's all I'm asking is just take care of the kids. And he said it was done before you asked. Oh. He said, but I have room and I have the ability to not just take care of them, but to take care of you all too. So he makes me feel like, don't you worry your poor sweetheart. Like he is taking care of all from the other side. Ah, nice. The other thing that he keeps saying is that, you know, one of the signs that we don't talk about all of the time is like seeing our loved one in somebody here. And it doesn't just have to be like gender based. So like dad to to son, daughter to mother, but he keeps showing me like you will, as your son gets older, like I like see different glimpses of him. Yes. I, I see it. I, he will wear a, a coat that looks like my dad. His ears look like my dad. In pictures, he looks like my dad. Like, he does remind me of my father. He really does. Yeah. What, what is that about? It's, it's a way, you know, you know, this is so interesting because when I first started the podcast and people would be like, so if I see the Cardinal, is my dad in the Cardinal? Like, did he, you know, like what's going on? And when you have this kind of doppelganger effect, you know, your dad's not in a bird. Your your loved one's not in the bird. He's not like in your son. He's able to like manipulate the energy strings. So if you think of even the air that we're swimming in, there's energy around us that we don't see. And, you know, if you think of like Pinocchio or different puppets where they have those strings going up, right? It's not that our loved ones come inside of an animal or us. It's that they're able to uh, manipulate the energy around us to do what they want it to do so that we see what they want us to see. So what he does is have you get these glimpses of him in your son so that you you see the sign of like, yes, dad's with me. And you feel his presence at that time, too. I do. I'm glad he knows I talk to him. Yeah, I do. I say, puppy, I know you're OK. I know you're OK. I just miss you. But I know you're OK. Yeah. Yes, 100 percent. Where's mom? Mom is in Florida. Okay, but they were together when he passed, right? At the moment that he passed? No, like they were still together, married. They were still married, yeah. Okay, because he comes through saying that he knows that he wasn't an easy person to live with and that he he continues to say like over and over, she is his person. Like he, she is his person and he will wait for her. She's not going anywhere anytime soon. But like, I feel like he sees now from the other side, his role in everything. Right. And he's so like, it's almost like when they were younger and they first met, he has that energy of just being so overly in love with her. You know, I, I, I think so. I think he was so in love that when things didn't work out, it, it, it destroyed him, you know, but I knew, I, you know, I think my sisters and I knew that he was still in love. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Beautiful souls, I am so, so, so excited to announce that starting February 1st for $100 a month annually, you get access to a new e-course each month. Yes, you heard that right. Friends, last year you asked me the best questions like, how do I awaken? How do I connect with my angels more? You asked me, Julie, which of your courses should I take first? We've simplified everything for you. Starting February 1st, when you become an angel member, your angels and I are going to guide you through a journey of spiritual healing one month at a time. In February, we're starting with holding a high vibration and the energy of oneness. In March, we're teaching you how to build a relationship with your spirit team. In April, we're diving into teaching you how to trust your intuition. In May, the angels are going to show you how to access your soul's purpose. The rest of the year, we're diving into how to rewire your brain, self-energy healing and chakra clearing, inner child work and ancestral trauma, learning to speak your truth, sacred angel work, and so, so much more. All of this information builds upon one another, and it's best to start February 1st if you can. But if you're listening to the podcast and that date has passed, no worries. You can still become a member and we'll guide you on which lessons to view first to get up to speed. Some people have asked, will I have access to all of your other courses when I become a member? Over the course of the year, we will cover and expand upon all that was in the High Vibration and Angel Communication e-courses in the Angel Membership. However, the Angel Reiki School is separate and different as it helps you develop your unique spiritual gifts to serve others. While Angel Membership walks you through your spiritual growth and angel connection month after month. Each month, you'll get four new teachings, two Reiki healing recordings, and two live group question and answer Zoom calls. You'll also get a workbook, a community chat in Thinkific, and so much more. Go to the website The Angel Medium to become an angel member today. Purchase the Angel Reiki School, or if you just like to take the previous Angel Communication e-course, you can sign up for all of those on the website. But again, that information will be covered and expanded upon in the Angel Membership. Links are in the show notes. Friends, this is going to be the biggest year of expansion, growth, and healing for you. Thank you so much for letting me be a part of it. Tell me your other story. Uh, Let's see another story. Well, there was a time where I wasn't sure if my dad was okay on the other side and I was feeling terrible and, you know, just crying about it every morning, I walk outside by my house and I listen to podcasts as I'm uh, probably yours as I'm walking. And I live nearby um, uh, an electric, like electric power lines. Okay. Sorry. Before, okay. Before that, I was feeling really terrible about my dad. And, and I said, I said, puppy, please, Please show me a sign that you're okay. Please, I need to know that you're okay. And I said, I don't want a small sign. I want a big sign. And this was this is late at night. So I prayed. I got on my knees. I prayed. 
after I was done, I left my room and I went into the kitchen and the stove said 1111. And I said, okay, that's cool. But I asked you for a bigger sign than that. Not that 1111 stuff. Okay. Cause I see that all the time. And so the next day, totally forgot about my request. I'm outside strolling along my neighborhood and, and I get towards the power line and all of a sudden I hear an, an electric blast, like a, like a boom, like, like it sounded like a gunshot and I see like a flash of light and all these birds like fly away and my, my whole body jolted and I was like, oh my God. Oh my God, what was that? Like, I thought, I thought that was a gunshot. I thought someone was getting shot. So I kind of walked away. And as I was walking away, I was like, oh, that's probably my dad. Maybe that's the sign. I, I told him I want a big sign that he's okay. I said, maybe that's my dad, I guess. Oh, keep your eyes out for other signs too. I feel like there are some spirits who just want to come through and they come through in every single way that they can. And they're also doing that because they're trying to help like awaken our consciousness, help us see our thoughts more and more and understand what it is to just feel their presence. And it really is just taking quiet time and spending that time with them. But I'm so excited for you because you really do feel that strong sense that he is with you. You feel him when he's next to you. And um, he loves that. Now, was it just you three girls growing up? In the beginning, there were three. Um, and then later on in life, there was a total of four. Okay. Four girls. Yes. Okay. I, you know, like I hate like gender stereotypes, right? But like, were you the tomboy growing up a little bit? Like, um, I wouldn't say I was a tomboy, but maybe what you're getting at is I was in the military. Okay. Okay. Because he keeps showing me like, I don't know if he said he wanted a son or something to that effect, but he said, my girls were the biggest gift in my entire life. And he said, what I got from you girls was more than I could have ever dreamt of in my entire life. And he really makes me feel like his family filled him completely. Yeah. Like he would, you guys were his everything and still are to this day. That's right. And he was a huge loss to us. Yeah. Yeah. He was, yeah, he, he, to the day he died, he was a good father from day one to the day he died. Yeah. So. And he's, he was a good father on earth and he's an even better father on the other side too. I can feel it. Tell me this because here's what happens. There are times where something like I'll ask a question and they'll be trying to get to a specific piece of information. And then like, if I, if we don't get it right, they'll cross it out and they'll say, keep going because there's something deeper there. Who was the tomboy like out of you four girls growing up? I don't know who was a tomboy. Did, like none of us went to sports or anything or climbing trees. Okay. Was he in the military too? He was. Okay. So he circles those two things and he says that that's what it is. He's, he said it made him so proud. 
your journey. And this is what it is because he's tying it into something that he had said to me before, but I didn't tell you this piece yet. He has whispered to you a couple of times, tell her it's about following her joy. So there are times where you think, I want to try this, or I want to do this, or I want to explore this. And you stop yourself and you go, I can't. I'm this. I am a mother. I am a wife. I've got this. I got this. And he said, you have to live in your own joy. You have to create your own joy. And what he says to tell you is that the energy that we are living in as mothers right now is different than the energy that our mothers were living in when we were growing up. And the way that we parent our children is different from the the way that they parented us. But part of that is us who are parents right now, our kids are seeing how much we live in our own joy, how much we choose our own joy. And they are going to imitate that. So if you keep saying, no, I can't take this class or no, I can't, you know, try that yoga class or no, I can't do this or no, I can't do that. You're starting to build up this energy that's not yours anymore. It's everybody else's. I'm serving the family. I'm doing this. I'm helping here. I'm doing here. And none of it's your own. And he said, they're going to feel that. So he said, you you have to, it's not when, you know, you take care of your stuff, but he said, you have to bring in more joy. You have to bring in just following your heart and what your heart wants you to do in just these little bits, right? Right, right. I have to set an example from my children yeah. as well. And he said, don't get me wrong. He said, I am so proud of you. You are the best mother ever. He oh. said, I just want you to teach them how to choose their own joy. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. He's a good dad. <laughs> yes, he's the best. Yes. Myra, thank you so much for on Instagram, just like sharing these stories to anybody listening. If you have stories, we're trying in 2021 to, you know, just get out as many inspirational angel stories. We need healing. We need to rebuild. We need great positive energy. So send those our way, slide into my DMs and um, we'll have you on the show to, to share those angel stories. Myra, thank you for your time. Oh, thank you for your time. It was a pleasure. And I just want to um, say my appreciation to you for praying for those who are struggling, whether it's people of color and teachers and students and parents, just everybody. We, I, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Of course. All my love to you and to everybody listening. And mine to you and your family. Okay. Bye, sweetheart. You too. Bye. <laughs>